We'll talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU basketball and football insider. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Comp? Bill, great to be with you. Thank you. All right, buddy. Uh, the state of Michigan State basketball right now, a month from now, when we're into the Big Ten tournament, what will we be saying about Izzo and the Spartans? Man, it can still go either way. And I don't remember being, you know, they've had a lot of up and down seasons that have that have uh, ended really, really well over the last 25 years. Everybody knows that. But this year, you know, 24 games and 23 games into the season, I'm still not sure what they are or what they will be until Malik Hall is back and has his skill back. And then when that happens, he's an, he's an important puzzle piece. But getting that puzzle piece inserted into the lineup, into the rotation, is he a three, is he a four? Um, we don't know what this team is still 23 games in. I mean, without him, they're okay. Without him, they're like a 500 Big Ten team, maybe a two-and-done type of Big Ten team. Uh, with him, ideally, I think they could be a Sweet 16 team, but we've not seen that yet. And frankly, he's a senior who's always been inconsistent. And this year, I thought there was a really good chance he could have a good senior year, really good senior year, like we've seen in the past. We've seen Kenny Goins come out of nowhere, be a pretty good player, and then have a really good senior year. We saw Matt McQuaid be an okay player for three years and then have a really good senior year. We saw A.J. Granger being an okay player for three years and then have a really good senior year. I thought that Malik Hall could do that. I still think that. But he's been injured all year. He's finally feeling better. He's moving better. But you saw that his skills are not back against Rutgers. And frankly, they, they rode him a little bit too much when they probably should have had Aikens in the game. So figuring out where he fits, it's, it's getting late in the season. They don't have many games left and many losses to lose while they get this figured out. So being first week of February, um, it's a lot more gray area than, yeah, than I can remember most years with Michigan State. Because they still could be pretty good, but I have no way which way this thing is going to teeter-totter back and forth. Yeah, it really does feel that way. And it, it, it turns. You know, like a week ago, I thought Michigan was dead in the water. Then they go yeah. win at Northwestern. They look impressive against Ohio State. You start to think, okay, that State-Michigan game on Feb 18, I was leaning towards State heavily a week ago. Now, man, Michigan go 3-1 and one in their next four, and they're right back in the selection Sunday hunt. Uh, it's just a deep Big Ten. I don't know if it's a great Big Ten. I know Indiana knocked off Purdue, but are they beating up on each other? Is the conference overrated? Because I hear, like couches on yesterday, nine teams getting in, and I've watched a lot of Big Ten basketball since the first of the year, and you know, it's kind of like watching Big Ten football. Are they good, or are they overrated? And I'm having a tough time trying to figure this out. I think they're good. And I don't think they're overrated because I'm not sure many other people think they're good. So I think uh, I don't I don't know many people that think the Big Ten is all that great. I don't know what it'll, what it'll mean in March because the last two or three years, the way these schedules have been, where they, they you know teams don't get any breaks. I think two years ago the Big Ten was really good. They got in the tournament. Everybody was dead tired. They got knocked out. It'll be interesting to see if that happens in the Big Twelve this year. But I I think what's going on right now, I think it's really deep. Everybody knows that Purdue's very good. And then teams 2 through 12 are excellent. Well, now I think you're seeing teams 2 through 4 kind of separating themselves, like that upper division. I think Illinois, Indiana, um, I think Iowa is pretty good. 
you know, Rutgers, uh, you know, the, the, they're a little erratic with their shooting. But I think that group has left the rest of them. Michigan's trying to get back in there, and I don't discount the possibility that could happen. Maryland won, what, five of their last six? Now, four of those were home games. But, you know, they beat Indiana by about 10. And, uh, you know, they went to Purdue and only lost 55, about 58 to 55. Maryland is emerging as the big surprise, in my opinion. And that's who Michigan State has tonight. Maryland is loaded with seniors, you know, first-year coach, and uh, with Willard coming in from Seton Hall. And he takes over a team with a lot of seniors. He adds a senior guard from Conference USA who's averaging about 16 points a game. Young, he's kind of like Tyson Walker. Um, six foot one leading scorer. He's excellent. You know, Dante Scott's a stretch four. He's a senior. He'll back you down, hit you with a jump hook. And he's, you know, streaky as a three point shooter. But they'll do the, they'll press and fall back into a pesky two, two, three zone. They play like that Rick Patino style, Louisville style. And this guy used to be an assistant for Patino for seven years. Maryland is good. And this is going to be hard for Michigan State to win this game, even though they're at home. So, you know, I don't think the Big Ten, they're, they're not weak. I don't know if they're super strong, but top to bottom, the Big Ten is not weak, and it's a tough year for Michigan State to be trying to figure things out this late into the year, but that's what they're faced with, and it's not easy. All right, so what Big Ten team is going to go the deepest uh, in the NCAA tournament? Obviously, it would be Purdue, Indiana would be your choices right now, I think. Is there a sleeper team that come tourney time comp? Uh, could end up being this Big Ten team that stayed alive the longest? I think there's a handful of teams that can be Sweet 16 types. I know they haven't had many Sweet 16s in the last couple of years out of the Big Ten. I just mentioned Maryland. I think I think, I think think they could do some damage in March. Iowa, I was impressed with Iowa. You know, Michigan State played Iowa a week ago. And Michigan State had gotten a day of rest. I thought that'd be a little bit better. They weren't. They were lucky to beat Iowa that day. And Iowa went out and had some has had some uh, impressive games since then. You know, they, they're they even back and forth with Illinois. Iowa has surprised me. But, you know, Rutgers, if they shoot well, combined with their defense and rebounding and, and their athleticism, they're a problem with the, with the size they have at the guard positions. Indiana, you know, the way they hit the gas pedal against Michigan State two weeks ago, you know, they were a talent-wise, talent-wise, Indiana was a big favorite preseason, and they got off to a really poor start. Well, they've kind of found themselves. Now, if they get Xavier Johnson back, they'll have to reacclimate him. That'll be difficult to, to get that all together. But Trace Jackson Davis, anytime they play, he's the best player on the court, unless they're playing Purdue. Uh, but Indiana, they're a threat to go a long way. Illinois has got the talent to go a long way. They might have three NBA players on that team at Illinois. And Maryland, I think, is, is someone not to sleep on. Hey, Michigan's been in the Sweet 16 two straight years. You look at you know, Dickinson and what, what Howard's doing now and, you know, Buffkin's coming along. They ran some good stuff on offense against Ohio State. Um, I, I think, I, you know, it depends on matchups and who's hitting shots because it's a random sport. But anyone who thinks the Big Ten is soft is, is sorely mistaken, and any of those teams can make noise in March. All right, away from Izzo and Michigan State hoops, uh, Mel Tucker, uh, Michigan State football. What's the spring schedule looking like, uh, spring game, and – What's the most important battle in the spring as a QB? You know, I've not heard uh, if they've announced a date for the spring game. I'm kind of expecting it's going to be August 8th. But, yeah, the quarterback battle is going to go through the spring. Peyton Thorne, he's the incumbent. He needs to be sharp and stay sharp because Noah Kim is pretty good and keeps getting better, and they're high on Kaden Hauser. The, uh, you know, he'll be a redshirt freshman 
next year. You know, it's a new look situation there in the in the backfield. Also, you know, Burgers coming back, but then you've got transfer coming in from UConn and a transfer coming in from South Florida, Jada Mangum. Uh, Mangum is a guy who scored 15 touchdowns for South Florida two years ago. I'm not sure it's going to be like all that improved in the running back in the running back room, but it's a new look there. And uh, you know, at wide receiver, they've got to you know, have some people step up with uh, Jaden Reed moving on. They've got some good talent there, but uh, they've got work to do with a tough schedule. Jim Comperotti, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan Comp. I always appreciate the conversation. Thanks a lot, Bill. Appreciate it.